Welcome to Hurricane Faith, the only podcast where at least you got laid. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Uh, this episode is pretty straightforward. It's season three, episode eight, chapter 34. Uh, not a ton of uh, twists and turns in this one, in my opinion. Yep, the biggest news was, as Trippy on the forum said, Aaron almost, almost called it on Freddy working in the kitchen. Oh, so close. He tried to get him in the kitchen. Who knew the man didn't love ribs, making ribs? It surprised me, too, with the quality of ribs that he pumps out. Yeah, well, you know, it's like uh, people find out that we hate podcasting. <laughs> they're, they're really good at it, but damn. It, in fact, does anybody it. need a gardener out there? <laughs> I've always wanted to work outside. <laughs> we don't have a window in this studio. Yeah, no, we what don't. The fuck? We covered it. Uh, what do you think of this episode? It was a very just moving things around. Um, I'm surprised that uh, what does it say about Frank that he blinked when, you know, he went, he had a plan to take it out to the last minute. He had a staff working overtime to put things together. He was saying that, hey, you know, it could still miss. It could still miss. And then at the end, he blinked and signed it. Uh, and just and and well, I guess it didn't fatally destroy Amworks, which it it really set him back, though. It, but the whole time I was thinking, as I've seen this, uh, dev- as as this devolve, mm-hmm. when they cut funding, you're going to put forty thousand people out of uh, of out into the street mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. Okay, forty thousand people in the National Mall. Is a lot of, and I'm having a, an elaborate series of heart attacks, as I sometimes do over here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, 40,000 people in the National Mall is a lot of people. That yes. is a huge photo op. Uh-huh. I mean, I've seen uh, things build as million man marches with about that kind of uh, uh, attendance. So I, I think, just like we saw the spectacle of the long lines, the blockbusting lines of people signing up. Uh-huh. We're going to see these troops be mobilized in our nation's capital about like, hey, this was this was helping me, and now it's not, and yeah. you don't have the hurricane to hide behind. It feels like that this is going to be a pretty easy win for Frank in the end. Yeah, it's interesting to me in this episode how they're setting up Dun- Dunbar as being diametrically opposed to Frank, right? She is out there campaigning, saying there's too much uh, doling out of the government funds. We need to cut that back, like cut, well, cut our... Saying- See, because that's that's an argument that it's kind of they've ripped a lot of stuff right from the headlines. I mean, I remember sure. hearing that statistic like six months ago and being shocked mm-hmm. that Walmart has a disproportionate number of people that they employ that's below the poverty line that rely on food stamps to make ends meet, and they yeah. also spend. It's kind of like the return of the company store. Uh huh. You yeah. know, we're going to pay you in company bucks, and you got to spend them out. I mean, there's nothing saying they have to spend it at Walmart, the food stamps, but, but the reality, they do because they're there already. Yeah, you're going to drive across town to a different exactly. grocery store, waste money on gas. No, there's no, no point. No, it's it's you know, like you, the coal miners didn't have to buy shit at the company store if they want to drive down out of the mountains and all that. Sure. But it's a de facto. I mean, it's not exactly slavery. It's almost but, like a natural monopoly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on their business, it, it's hard to like. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe certain political spectrums, but for me, it's hard. As I consider myself a fairly moderate person, it's hard to look at that and say that that's just that you have a company sure. that's essentially using the federal government's programs to subsidize their employees' mm-hmm. way of li- living. All in the meantime. Their executives are making three hundred million dollars of somehow tax-free performance bonuses. Now, 
if you do the math on that, you divide 300 million divided by how many people work <laughs> yeah, at Walmart. It's nothing. It's not exactly, you know, that that's that sounds good in speech, but that's not the only thing that has to happen. No, and that's over the course of six years. I mean, the revenue of Walmart is sure. far more than that. Sure. But, you know, still the argument that they should pay their people more yes. seems compelling if they're making that much money. It does. But Frank's kind of on the other side of this issue saying this Amworks program, giving companies the money to hire these people is the solution here. And I I don't know like his is a little more long term plan. Sure, I think. Yeah, I mean, like we had the 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 econ major uh, email us in a couple episodes ago, and it's it's a compelling case, and I'm sure there yeah. is a nightmare scenario the other way about you know all this dollar for dollar spending. But but I'm thinking political political rhetoric here. She is going to say, look, this man is giving away billions of dollars of government funds. Sure. to to try to get people jobs. How is that different than? food stamps how is that different than i i don't know well i think one is it's like you know one of the things uh i i, I toured mammoth cave like two years ago mm-hmm. and one of the things when you're talking about you're you're walking down this elaborate system of metal stairs and stuff that's been that's been installed in such a way that it does it does the minimum to detract from the cave's natural beauty mm-hmm. and also keeps humans from like trampling on things that would destroy the cave's natural beauty and you find out that these were all put in by young men employed during um, uh, some of FDR's employment programs. Like, I, we're just going to pay you mm-hmm. a fair wage to install this shit. And it's something that we're using, like, 80 years later. Yeah. Still. And it looks, like, almost brand new. Uh, it's hard to argue that that, wasn't a, that was a poor expenditure. Sure. So, like, if you, if you, if you pay people to do meaningful work... Mm-hmm. Even if it's maybe redundant work, then you know, like like the guy says, you're you're adding dollars to the turnstile. It seems like yeah, that's true. You're saying they're diametrically opposite. I feel like they're both broadly populist platforms. Hmm. Um, okay, Dunbar and and what's muddying Dunbar up is that you know hiring Doug and doing all this dirty some of the, some of this dirty politics is she's losing her moral authority. You know, at the end, I, of the I don't day, know because Dunbar's coming at it from raise the minimum wage have the companies pay for this stuff whereas frank is coming from have the government subsidize it at the beginning and that will trickle into the economy yeah so i i feel like politically they are set up to have that argument Hmm. yeah i mean even though i think roundabout their ideals are the same they all want people to have fair wages because frank's given what fifty thousand dollars per person here is what we calculated it out to be. Yeah, and it turns out that those numbers almost exactly worked out. So yeah, so that's a fair wage. Sure, definitely. Uh, so th- they both kind of want the same thing, I think, but they're going about it different ways. And I could see this in a political arena being very polarizing. Yeah, we'll have to see where it goes. Um, where do you think this is going? Because a lot of people we f- we found out some. Uh, this seemed to be a lot about loyalty. And who's working for who, the theme of this episode. Because you had um, Remy, Doug, Jackie. Oh, Doug. uh, uh, Thomas, Kate. All these surrounded by questions about who are you backing? Who are you standing by? Who do you believe in? Even Claire for a brief moment? Who are you willing to? She raises her hand. Yeah, who are you willing to lie to and for what reason? Yeah. So I'd like to go down. That, I think, is the most interesting things here. Um Let's talk with about Doug. 
Okay. He's by far the most interesting, in my opinion. This scene, so first of all, I think you might be right. I said that I didn't think you were, but I think he's actively just watching that public feed from his laptop. If not, he's obsessed, which I wouldn't put it past Well, no, him. he's obsessed either way, but there's a whole <laughs> other level of obsession just watching that thing on repeat. Yes, that would be creepy. Watching the 50-year-old babushka walk across the street. <laughs> I... It's clearly, we're led to think that Doug is still at bat for the president. Uh, Which makes me think kind, he's kind not. Kind of, yeah. I Because it seems like it's too early to put that card on the table. Maybe. We're, we're just over halfway through this thing now. Uh, the It seems like the first half of this was Doug getting angry at the president, Doug going to Dunbar and helping her, uh, and now it's finally coming back around because I don't know if there was anything in the previous episodes that told us that Doug was actually working for the president here. This is the first thing I can recall that says he might actually, well, be it's a just agent. our shared history with the man. Yes, absolutely. But yes, but this season has, has told us he's working for Dunbar now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and now they're kind of flipping the script on us uh-huh. um, with this. So I think I, I want to say that they may have thought that this was a bigger reveal than we than yeah. we felt it was because we had anticipated something like this. Right. And maybe they were expecting the, ooh, oh, Doug has been a double agent the whole time mm-hmm. reveal to be amazing. But Or it could be that... Or this is a, a one step in the process of making us go, oh, God, he's a quadruple agent. Yeah, really. You're because right. You're right. <laughs> it could be. As a director... So one thing we talked about is that he needs wins across three things. He needs to get the Jordan Valley thing... He needs to mm-hmm. get America Which works. Which seems like that worked out for him. In fact, Marvelously. It's, working, it's working better than you would imagine because the Russians are voluntarily supplying troops. However, you know, the way this show works, I'm constantly skeptical. It's like, what? Where is the House of Cards? Where's the Kremlin of Cards? Yeah. Like, what are they saying in their rooms about sending these 300, this token amount of troops? Yes. And, and like, we're not done with fake Putin yet. I hope not. I I really like the stuff with him in it. Uh, but American Works failed flat on its face. What was the other thing that he had to survive? Uh, the nomination process. No, I, like he had to I make mean, just, he had to make sure that the the his Democratic contender didn't get too far ahead. Uh, but I feel like the Amworks is you know hmm. I don't know it feels like the second he got forty thousand people to work he won that like all you need to get these people Seems on like the it. dole and on the job and then when they get it taken away it's going to be outrage. Yeah, and I, the I fact that right. it did work in a small like if you just scale this test up, it seems like it's going to work. Yeah, as and, advertised. and he can you know he can totally place the blame at the feet of the people who took away all the funding for this for a storm that never hit. Yeah. Now now we've got ten billion dollars locked up in FEMA that they can't use. Yeah, like these but they guys could held a gun. To, these jobs. guys held a gun to my head uh-huh. and made me sign this thing that destroys and this what program. What was I Forty thousand people and I what. I was ha- and I had to because I couldn't have those deaths on my hands. Yeah. But now that that didn't happen, it might be worth w- asking why can't why don't we treat this economic dis- these economic disasters the same way? Yeah, like that we do hurricanes. Yeah, I I think it's working out better for Frank than he could have imagined. Yeah, but do you think it's it feels a little early for him to be declaring for presidency? And I feel like this is where everything's going to kind of go wrong because it seems like this book that this guy's writing is exactly what frank needs 
And he's still on very much Team Frank. I, I think so, too. And it, Kate's losing interest. Like, I felt like she was going to push all her chips into the middle on this Frank is evil and he's Hurricane Frank and all that. And that mm-hmm. was another interesting parallel structure of the way the story was told. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you, you've, you've got literally dueling passages talking about what a great man that's based on a lie, what mm-hmm. a terrible man that's based on a speculative course of action that he didn't take. Uh-huh. And that's interesting. Like, both of these are fiction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what's Kate going to do now? Because she's like, I don't even want on this beat anymore. I want to do yeah, something else. She... I want to be a columnist, which... That's interesting. They set her up to be the big foil for the season, and now, but is she up to something? Like, I mean, my default state of everything is everyone's up to something. Even Meacham's up to something. Meacham's not taking bullets <laughs> for, for for fools. No, he's not. I don't think that's true. I feel like that Secret Service agents take bullets for anybody. Uh, that's kind of that's like their, their job, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that that whatever it is about you that mm-hmm. makes you take a bullet for someone. That sense of duty and honor and yeah. whatnot, it supersedes politics. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with Kate. I, I felt like she was there to bring Frank down uh, at some point, and she was going to do so through Thomas. But uh, the Thomas link is still there, but bringing Frank down doesn't seem to be the thing that she's super focused on anymore, right? Like, if she doesn't want to be in the White House press corps... Well, I think she wanted... I think she meant the article to bring him down to be a takedown Yeah, piece. she, she definitely was, did. But now that that didn't work, what? I, I guess she could be an opinion uh, columnist, but... And how is her relationship She's not going to have the access that she needs, no. I, unless she gets it through Thomas. I mean, that's... Thomas seems like he's a pretty stand-up guy for Frank so far. Yeah, although he hasn't let Me- on much. Although Meacham probably is the most loyal person that Frank's got at this point. Yeah. Uh, and all that implies. <laughs> uh, Meacham detected a what he thought of a lack of respect for, From for Frank. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I thought so, too. I'm like, wow, the prologue of this book is about him uh, tilting windmills and doing something that everyone said is impossible, and he was proved wrong mm-hmm. that but, is but at least he tried right that's that's the thing it's no one gives a sh- this is america no one gives a shit about what your intentions were and what you tried as well about what you did that's fine this but... is this is starting as this, this seems like you're setting a a book out that's a theme that's that's on the theme of failure but if you want to go with you know the concept of the overton window you need people pushing it in a direction and those are the guys like frank right at least he's trying something. At least he's giving an example, footsteps to follow in, that sort of deal, rather than just going along with the status quo, which gets you nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it, him going to Fort, Fort Sumter, making him back. I was like, okay, well that's fairly heroic. Him getting pulled, sure. kicking, and screaming out of the water by the Coast Guard, <laughs> not so inspiring. And also, I just felt like, man, this is an easily fact checkable article. Here's a better question: Like, why does Frank make up that story? Because he's a liar. No, 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 no. Why specifically? Why does he make up the story that he failed? Why doesn't he make up the yeah, story why that he, he feed succeeded? That story? Yeah, I don't know. That's, That's the deeper question. question. Because he didn't make that. St- Thomas didn't make that story up. Frank did. That's a good question. So something about Frank is saying uh, th- this failure is more important than if I would have succeeded. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know why he made that story up, but he definitely did. What did you think about Mendoza just getting the boot? 
unceremoniously as far as the show is concerned right yeah i wonder like no final scene nothing he's just gone i wonder if there's something behind the scenes to happen like he had another mm. commitment that he had to go because that was just shockingly oh that guy he uh got involved in corruption and he's getting the boot yeah, that was weird. So he didn't pay taxes on a couple of speaking gigs that he had. Well, that's that can happen, sure. Yeah, yeah. But the new guy seemed to be essentially the same as the old guy. He was he's he's a Republican majority leader, and he's there sure. to destroy Frank <laughs> uh-huh. and thwart him at every 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 turn. Uh-huh. Um, there did mention that he's not gone; he's just in storage, which might mm. imply that he has a larger role to play to come and maybe frank can somehow get him back into power for an exchange for helping him out but how the hell do you get a disgraced senator back in power uh that's a good question if you're from the other political side of the i mean i guess only nixon can go to china but jesus (laughs) maybe he's filming like the shield 2 or something i don't know okay let's what about jackie is jackie's on team jackie very much so uh even when dunbar says you know we should we should do this together She's still very much thinking about what's good for Jackie. And she sure as shit didn't care about keeping Frank in the loop. No. Um, I wonder if Frank played that smart by informing her that he knew he that that he knew that she was lying to him. He knew that she was lying to like him. Like he could have he could have made that phone call and just be like, hey, what do you think about about this hurricane thing and given her a chance to volunteer mm-hmm. that she had met and then hold it from him. And then he has that in his car that he knows that she's not being faithful to him and she doesn't know that he knows. Yeah. 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 He gave that element of surprise. It's kind of like MacGruber. You're right. That doesn't seem very Frank like. Yeah. Does it's, it? uh, it, it's the classic MacGruber, classic MacGruber guy thinks you're dead. You walk in a party and flip him off and completely throw away the element of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i love mcgruber you apparently do i, I do. it's the greatest great saw great that film. in the haze one night so <laughs> i see in the haze several <laughs> nights a year um let's see what else we got to talk about uh so jackie being rogue kind of calls into question remy too and remy doesn't even deny it so much as like look you can't fire me uh-huh and then he doesn't so and, he's right, right. I mean, this is essentially Avon Barksdale uh, when he only has uh, Slim Charles trying to mm. fire Slim Charles. Like, well, what are you <laughs> going to, you know, Cuddy just left. What are you going to do, man? Yeah. Um, what do you think about Remy? Because early on in the season, if you recall, we we're like, man, it's weird this thing between Jackie and Remy. I feel like Jackie put him off. Hmm. Like, like, he's no longer on Team Jackie at all. Now he's on Team Frank, totally. Because he's being super honest with Frank and in a way that he's that is trying to help him. Also, did you notice that Doug got cut out? It did not make mean? it to Frank's ears that Doug is the one that provided this intelligence. Remy credited Seth. Really? Yeah, there was no mention. Doug specifically said mention it to Frank. Seth, and Seth, you asshole. No, I mean, I don't know whether Doug's going to use this as like, like, hey, Seth hasn't been straight with you. Oh, see, now if... You specifically gave him a job to keep tabs on me. I've been feeding information this whole time. He's been taking credit for it. What, what, or how about this? On, Give Seth some false information. Ooh, Seth takes credit for trap. it. Boom! You're done. Bring Stamper back. Canary trap. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's I, I don't interesting. Know. I don't know if that's where they're going with it, but... What'd you think of the conversation with Dunbar and Jackie about kids? It surprised like, me, because I... She's not... She's not a new mother. She is a new 
mother-in-law, right? Or not mother-in-law, but a, a new mother by decree here. She didn't have any kids. She just inherited kids. And I feel like That's, this that kind feels of ex- different. It, it, this exposed the artificiality of that arrangement. Yeah, it might have been play. Dunbar might have been playing on that. Uh huh. Like, oh, now you have this family that you have to be uh like jackie was not able to so jackie was not able to deal with grace any pointed questions about how you feel about kids no and a a, the right journalist with that information could make her look like a fucking monster Mm, maybe kate well maybe yeah maybe if kate's going uh, after her i don't know um I think what else we need to talk about. Uh, there was a whole lot of strum and drang, but or sturm and drang, or whatever the hell <laughs> the Germans say it is. Yeah. Um, uh, Frank's shining his own shoes, even though he's got guys with machine guns that will do that for him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Freddie's a gardener. What do you think of Freddie's speech to his son? Oh, it was terrible. Like, ter- don't dream too big, kid. Because I mean, in this universe, Barack Obama never happened, right? I guess so. Yeah. So, but in the universe of the writers, it did. So, yeah. what are they trying to say? But on the other that? hand, it's like he's got is is like the president, the latest hoop dream. You know, it's like I I. It might not even be a race thing. It might be a class thing. Like Freddie just doesn't view himself like a guy who's going to Amworks doesn't see a future for himself, and and therefore his yeah, children you, or grandchildren. I'm assuming this grandson is the is the son of the son that's in probably in jail now. Yeah, I would it's assume like so. you are the son of a convicted felon who is a son of a convicted felon. Yeah. You're not gonna be a president. Maybe yeah. your kid could be a president. And, and it feels like an extension of the bad luck that Freddie has had. Hmm. Like just being passed down to his grandson, which is a horrible thing. Yeah. Like I I, I lost a little bit of respect for Freddie this episode, I gotta say. But the way very he treated fatalistic. That kid. Very fatalistic, but maybe realistic. I don't know. Maybe, I, but even so, you don't want to smash your kid's dreams just because you have some bug up your ass. Yeah, you know? what's the what's the harm? Like, if your kid says, I want to be an astronaut, you can say, well, they don't need astronauts that much, and they're all old, and they probably won't be replaced when they die, and we don't have shuttles anymore. And, and, and here's here's the thing. Like, if you get halfway to being an astronaut, you're kind of a badass as far as the world is concerned, right? What, well, what, what do you mean if you're like a material scientist? Because you're literally yeah. halfway to be – you could be a fighter pilot exactly. and a material scientist. Both of those would, would get you halfway to being an astronaut. That's my point. Both of those are better than Gardner, right? Sure. Both of those are better than Gardner, unless you like working outside. I was going to say, I, I, hate, I hate making value judgments about sure, values sure. of work and But you get paid that. more. That's a fact. Okay. Very Money's few, good. Very few gardeners, unless you own your own business, get paid as much as half astronauts. Yep. <laughs> uh and and you get more respect, certainly. I mean, that's make your own call there, but that is a societal thing. You gardeners sure. don't get that much respect. Uh, I feel like getting halfway to astronaut is way better than the future that Freddie would have for this kid. And you know, like I, what one massive advantage I think I've always had in my life is I pretty much from the age of five knew what I wanted to do, and that was be a programmer. Okay, yeah. and that led my you know interest to to fa- and I kind of like you know my life ended up going to now I'm a podcaster so I don't even yeah know and you hate what the hell I'm talking so. about that <laughs> but what I'm saying is like I feel like it was a huge advantage because so many of my peers and so many of the kids I talked to today just like you know even like a year or two in the college they don't know what they want to do oh I that's mean, yeah that is a huge problem because you're essentially not putting any type of framework 
or any kind of real life experience from any kind of age into being the type of person that would be good at that thing. Yeah, you're not shaping your life. You're letting the events shape your life. So like if you say you want to be a, a, an astronaut, that's going to shape your interest and in experiences and like maybe you go to the, into the Air Force or maybe you take a lot of science and stuff that you wouldn't necessarily do to be – and that yeah. is useful into itself even if you exactly. don't end up being an astronaut. And, and, and you know, I mean what Freddie should be doing here is pointing this kid in the direction of things that he is drawn to. I mean – I think Freddie could have said, it. yeah, if he's like, I want to be president one day, he could have said, uh, well, I never thought I'd be in the Oval Office, and I was today, so who knows? Like, right? That's a little I'm, uplifting. A man who's on a first-name basis with a president is telling his grandson that he can't be anything? And it was Frank. It wasn't Mr. President. It's Frank. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Uh-huh. I was about to open the episode with, like, can we lay the rest the idea that there is animosity between Frank and uh, Freddie? Because they seem fairly cordial, and Freddie right. was happy to to be employed by Frank, and Frank's still looking after Freddie. But Freddie, as soon as he got us, like, don't believe a word that man says. He's just uh-huh. lying to you. Uh, so maybe this is uh, maybe there there is more animosity than I thought. Because that's a bitter. That is a bitter Freddie we saw. Yeah. In this episode, like I said, not liking Freddie this episode. It's a shame too. I was all psyched for the return of Freddie, and he comes back and he fucks it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in seeing where this Kate and Thomas thing goes to because, yeah. you know, now they're lovers undercover, mm-hmm. but, you know, it doesn't seem like it affected Thomas's opinion on what he should be doing to Frank or, nope. you know, Kate's opinion on what she should be doing to Frank one iota. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, I think that's about it. Before we get into feedback, uh, I want to talk about ways you can support Bald Move. And there's a lot of great ones. You can go to support.baldmove.com and take your pick. Uh, one really good uh, option I want to talk about now is our Amazon affiliate link. I know a lot of people, uh, like myself, love Amazon, the convenience, the free shipping if you're a Prime member, oh, the selection, yeah. the reviews, uh, the streaming video, and, uh, and and audio options, and the list goes on and on and on. Did you know that you can support Bald Move uh, at the same time if you're shopping on Amazon? I did know that, yes. You did. I'm talking to I'm the you, the capital Y is going to the uh, listener. Oh, the uh, royal you. The loyal, the, the, not the, the royal, the loyal <laughs> you. The loyal you uses Amazon.baldmove.com. The bald move between the, the, the com and the Amazon is the key there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that does is it takes you right to Amazon, lickety split, but now your shopping cart is loaded with love. Mm. Meacham style. It doesn't cost me up. extra, does it? Does not cost you extra. Okay. Does, does not, does not f- screw up your shipping speeds it does not screw up your shipping rates it's just something we 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 misappropriate free love jeff bezos's funds we do that that thing is in a lockbox for some kind of drone disaster relief when (laughs) for for his legal battle and those things start taking over the world Mm -hmm. we're taking a few pennies of that uh, each transaction, and that goes right into our pockets which helps us create this podcast it's my uh my program called podworks podcasters work sure uh it's it's Funding podcasters across the nation. Yeah, no, we are, but we're actually recording this on a, a beautiful Saturday afternoon uh, when we could be, I don't know, playing Frisbee golf or Destiny or sure. watching MacGruber uh, <laughs> because it's our job and it's our job because of people like you supporting us. So go to support.baldmove.com uh, uh, to see all different ways or use amazon.baldmove.com on your next Amazon shopping experience slash trip slash browsing session and help us out. Now let's get to feedback. Okay. Uh, someone on the forums uh, 
Adobo one one four eight. Uh, okay. I need to get people need to like put their. There needs to be some way to identify them with like a screen name. Like you get your username and then you get your screen name because like there's a lot of people that I should recognize from email, but they got weird names and I don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this this weirdo person wrote in on the forums and said, uh, "Here's the deal: it's your last meal. You have only three choices: Freddy's ribs, Gus Fring's chicken, or Tuco's burritos." Tuco's burritos. Like I would have said Freddy's ribs before this episode, but like I said, Freddy really let me down this episode. So you know when we we're going to lunch today, I suggested City Barbecue, the little the local rib joint, mm-hmm. and you said shocked me. You said I have to be in a certain mood, yeah, for yeah. For, for barbecue, and I was like gops because to me it's Freddy's all day long and twice on Sunday. Yeah, see, I'm a burrito guy. Yeah, you are. I like burritos. You man. single. You 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 got burrito works going with Chipotle uh-huh. over here. Yep. Uh, you're single handedly keeping them afloat. It's <laughs> uh, talking about misappropriation. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I just feel like that. First of all, Gus Fring's chicken. Yeah, it might be good, but it's like KFC good. It can't be better than it's. It's, that, it's fast food chicken. It's fast food chicken. Yeah. Tuco's got the home cooked goodness, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. Yep. And I would definitely like to have one of those burritos. But if I'm di- if I'm meeting my maker mm-hmm. within a matter of hours, I want. I mean, Freddie's ribs seem miraculous. You like ribs too. So. I love ribs. Yeah, I do love. You're ribs. a big fan. I'm a big man too. <laughs> <laughs> the the two might go hand in hand. I don't know. Yep. All right. So uh, divided house divided. Yeah. House of cards. Right. House of ribs on this side of the table. Uh, house of ribs going to beat a house of tortilla <laughs> any day of the week, guaranteed. Yep. Uh, Patrice F has a theory. I know we said, um, you know, I blame you because I said I'm trying to stay away from season four speculation and, and you got into speculating. But she says there's 52 cards in a deck of cards. Ha! There would be 52 chapters exactly if there's four seasons of House of Cards. Yeah. What do you think of that? I like it. I like it. The full, the full deck. And oh, that's the sweet. When you buy the four season Blu ray collection, it's in a big, like, a, a, a hoil or bicycle pack of cards, and it's called the whole deck. <laughs> I like it. I, I also think they should throw in a couple of uh, Christmas specials for the Jokers. I think that's a good move. Yeah, it's Downton, the Christmas special, like the Downton Abbey. Uh huh. Christmas at the White House. I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Mr. Bates can come home at the end of every... Freddie can come home, cook ribs at the end of every episode. Yep. All right, that's that's literally all the feedback we got. If you'd like to send us more, house of cards at baldmove.com. Uh, you can also go to forums.baldmove.com, get yourself a weirdo screen name. And uh, I've already got all the chapters and all the episodes divided in the house of cards forum, so you can stay spoiler-free and, and keep up with us. And uh, you can also tweet at Jim, at baldmove on Twitter, and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash baldmove. Sounds good. Next episode... I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Bye-bye.